time the Bill Michael Show on the air. This point of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com for all the information. 0% financing, 48 months. Or call them 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. And they have so many different lines, so much to offer. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's do this. Uh, Let's go uh, to the phones and talk to our guy, Rob Reichel, joining us now. Rob, how you been, pal? Hey, Billy, how are you? We're doing well. Uh, I guess my first question is, yeah, I got you. Uh, my first question to you would be this. Uh, we were listening this morning nationally, and they are saying the Green Bay Packers are better today than they were at the end of the season last year. And would you believe that, that they have that opportunity to be better than what they were last year? Well, I don't know if I totally buy that right now, Bill, but I, I will say this, you know, you, you, you've seen, I'm sure, the, the overwhelming majority of odds makers have them picked for last in the in the North right now. I mean, you you throw down a dollar on the Packers, you know, and they they win the division, you're getting back about five, and and that hasn't been the case in, I mean, I, I don't know when, Bill, maybe back to Mike Sherman or something like that. It, it's been a long, long time, um, you know, since they would have been picked for for fourth in the division. I have a hunch, Billy. Now, remember, they're coming off an 8-9 season and missed the playoffs. I, I I think they're going to have an outstanding chance to be a wild-card team and maybe even steal the division for a few different reasons. Um, number one, the schedule is soft. It, it, it's extremely soft, and it's very favorable early on when they're going to be trying to get some of these some of these young guys, um, you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball, the, the Luke Musgraves, the Tucker Crafts, um, you know, players like that. Billy, even a Jaden Reed up to speed, stuff like that. Number two, I, I, I've, I've been on the Jordan Love bandwagon since day one. I, I think the guy's going to turn out fine. I, I think he can play. Um, he's got to go prove it. But, um, you know, I, I again, I, I've been on that bandwagon. And, and Aaron, Aaron was the epitome of mediocrity last year, Bill. We all we all know and saw it. And, and much like he has the last 10 years in the postseason, when they had an enormous game at the end of the year, he vanished, and he was god awful in that in that Lions game. His passer rating was three in the fourth quarter of that game. Um, he's a huge reason they didn't invo- you know advance and, and eventually make the postseason. Um, you know, and, and some of that too stems to the fact he blew off the offseason. Um, so number two, I, I think the quarterback play will be just as good and possibly better, Billy, especially in the second half of the season when when Love is you know, kind of more in sync with, um, you know, these, these young targets. And then third, that de- and, and, and this is a leap of faith for me, Bill, but that defense can't be worse than it was the first half or first 10 or 12 games of, of last season. There's just too much talent. There's too many first-round picks running around on that side of the ball, especially once they get Rashawn Gary and uh, Eric Stokes back on, on the football field. Um, I'm not a Joe Barry guy. And, and I'm surprised he's back, Bill. I really am. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it could be something that Matt LaFleur winds up regretting. But they finished last year, Billy, 17th in total defense, 17th in scoring defense. For the overwhelming majority of the year, they actually ranked worse than that. They closed strong the last month or so of the season. I think the defense will be better uh, when, it, when it's all said and done, even with Joe Barry coordinating it. There's just too much talent for them to not be a top-12 level type of a defense. 
So when you add it up, Bill, soft schedule, better defense. Jordan Love, I think, will play the position every bit as good as Aaron Rodgers did, if, if not better. Um, I, I think they've got a chance for 9-10 wins, which is going to put them right in the hunt of a postseason berth. I know there's not a lot of money available for free agents. We were talking the other day about the possibility of getting either a veteran wideout or a veteran backup for Jordan Love. If you're going to spend the money and have to go which one direction or the other, which direction are you going? Probably quarterback. I, I, I'm a big believer in letting these young wide receivers grow. Um, and, and, and I know, and I'm sure you've read this to your listeners, um, you know, the, the crop of wideouts out there is just, it's really, really bad. Um, you know, I, 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 especially Bill, when you, when you look how the rookies from last year finished off 2022, I mean, Christian Watson was, was obviously a no show the first half or so of, of the season. And, and he wound up, you know, with the, with the 40 catches and, and, and the eight touchdowns, um, you, you saw great things from Dobbs early on. Um, and, and I think he can become, he's a guy, Bill, both of those guys have to play 65 to 70 snaps. They, they, they really do. And, and, um, you know, Dobbs is a guy, I think Billy, who can get you 75, 80 catches and, and, and be that intermediate target. And, and then I, I think they're going to roll right away from day one with Reed in the slot and give him 50, 60 snaps right out of the shoot in there, um, and, and see what he can do. And I think he can do pretty nice things to be honest, Bill, from watching a lot of his tape at, at Michigan State. We'll see once we get to the summer and they put on the pads and go to training camp and preseason and things like that. But I, I really liked that draft pick. It was it was probably my favorite pick that they had in the entire draft. Now, Bill, you, you, if, if you bring in a veteran on that side of the ball to play wide receiver, you start you start dipping into the snaps of Watson, Dobbs, Reed, you know, some of these other guys that, that they're going to – that they're going to ask, uh, you know, to, to, to step up and give them a little bit if it's Samari Toure or, or the Wicks kid that they drafted or or even if a guy like Bo Melton makes the team or something like that. Um, Bill, I, I think if they let that side of the ball, Love, Dobbs, Reed, you know, Watson, Musgrave, Kraft, those guys all grow up together, it, by about 2025 and maybe the second half of 2024, I think you're looking at, you know, again, one of the top eight offenses, let's call it, in the, in the National Football League. It's going to take some time for him to get there. And obviously the biggest key in all that is Jordan Love has to be able to play. Uh, but, again, if, if those things pan out, Bill, we're talking a year or two down the road, I think that offense is going to be dynamic. I, I, I think if you're going to go a direction of a free agent at this point in time, um, you know, you probably go back up quarterback, Bill, because, you know, if, if Love misses a month, can, can you go two and two with Clifford or Etling? Can you know? Can you win a game even if if Love's knocked out in a 10-10 game early third quarter? I, I, I'm not sure you can, Bill. So I guess you know, gun to my head, if if you're going to go for either one of those spots, go for veteran backup quarterback. But um, you know, we we know the pattern of how they do things in Green Bay. I have a hunch that these are the guys mm-hmm. they're going to roll with, Bill. I don't know that they're going to go you know dumpster diving at this point in time. To, to, to add a, a 30-year-old wide receiver or a 33-year-old quarterback or something like that. Um, I, I, I have a hunch they're, 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 just, they're, they're content to go young and uh, let, let this offense kind of grow together and, and see where it looks a year or two down the road. Talking with Rob Reichel, at Rob Reichel over on Twitter, at Conley Media, Forbes.com, and numerous Packers books out as well. Give me your thoughts. I know you mentioned real quickly the uh, the tight end situation, but are you excited about these two young tight ends? Oh, I, I mean, 
it, it would hard it would be hard not to be um you know billy from the from the standpoint of they they really haven't had a difference maker at that position you know since since Dr. michael finley suffered you know his career ending injury a decade ago in that in that cleveland game back in back in 13 um you know the the red flag on both of them, and there's a couple, are obviously number one injuries and number two just the youth and, and getting up to speed. And, and, and again, I don't, I don't know what what's realistic for for 2023. Bill, can can either one of those guys come in and catch 50 balls? Can they catch 75 or 80 together as a tandem? I think I think that might be a stretch. You, you know, and and you might see. You know, Deguara and Davis even hold them off early in the season as as it takes some time for Musgrave and Kraft to get up to speed. But the long term potential of of both is is obviously uh, you know fascinating from a from an offensive standpoint. You're talking about Musgrave runs a four six one, right? And um, there there aren't many guys in in the league at his size that 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 run that way. Um, you know, a, a linebacker is not going to be able to to stay with him, Bill. He's going to be too, going to be way too big for your, for your average safety. That's going to come up and try to check him from time to time. His catch radius is outstanding. Again, though, um, you know, he was a backup for a, a, a huge chunk of his college career, or he split time at least. And then when he had a, you know, the opportunity last year to to take the job over, he, you know, he only got through two games before injuries hit. So it seems like he's healthy now. He's got all the measurables and the tools. But again, it, it, it's tough for rookies to come in and make an immediate splash, especially at that position. Kraft, maybe Bill right away because he's probably the stronger blocker and, he, and, and, and he's such a big, strong, physical dude. Um, maybe he even gets more snaps early on because of his ability to block. If they go to some of those two tight end sets, he takes on that Mercedes Lewis role potentially early. Um, but long term, Bill, I, I you know I, I think they've set themselves up, um, you know, for the next five years at that at that position to be really really good. Fans, I, I would just tell fans, you know, be patient because some of these positions it, it, it does take a long time, um, you know, or at least half a season, maybe a full season to fully get up to speed for for some of these rookies. But the opportunities are going to be there for them, Bill, all through the summer to to win jobs and to win snaps and and things like that because we know, you know, the, the Guara and Davis don't exactly set the world on fire in terms of what, uh, you know, the Packers had coming back at that at that potential position. I just I think a year or two from now, Bill, we're talking about Green Bay having one of the better tight end duos in football. The defense you had mentioned, I want to go to that side of the football because last year, at the end of the season, this past year, Brian Goodikins talked about uh, the lack of pressure on quarterbacks and the lack of, you know, the ability to get to and stop the run. So we obviously know what Kenny Clark can do. Devontae Wyatt showed a lot of flashes at the end of the season. You picked up Wooden, you picked up Brooks, you got Jonathan Ford. What are you expecting out of that group, and then including T.J. Slayton? What are you expecting out of that group? Is there high expectations for that group, or is it really, really tempered at this point because you're just not sure what you have? Are you talking largely just about the defensive line, Billy? Just the defensive front, just the ability for those yeah. guys to stuff some holes with the run and be able to just put enough pressure where you can suck up maybe a double teams up front where Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell, Preston Smith, yep. Van Ass, uh, Rashawn Gary, whomever, Engabari, then they are, they're able to actually get the quarterbacks this year. Yeah, you know, if they're going to get the quarterbacks, it's still going to be with the outside linebacker group, um, you know, with, with with Preston Smith and Van Ness if he ends up starting the season, if Gary's not good to go and, and we'll see if, if Gary is 
good to go. I would think that might be a long shot to have him on the field in, in early September. But, you know, if, if they're going to get the quarterbacks, it's probably going to be that trio. And then, I, you know, I, I think they're going to unleash some blitz packages where they, where they try to turn Quay Walker loose a little bit more this season and let, and let him get after people. Lots of questions, like you mentioned, Bill, up front. Really, the, the only constant coming back, the, the, only, the only thing that they know for sure is obviously Kenny Clark, who's an elite-level football player. You know, whether he's at nose, Billy, or whether they jump him out to, to defensive end. I mean, there, there's certainly an opportunity, I think, for T.J. Slayton to be the nose when things start out, and then, and then your ends are Clark and Wyatt. Can you go with a jumbo package up front? To, to, to stop the run and, and, and take that, you know, do your darndest to take that away because obviously that, that remained it. It was probably the number one uh, weakness of that, of that defense last year. Just, just flash back to the Philadelphia game when the Eagles went them up for 363 uh, on the ground. But, uh, you know, Bill, if, if, if they want more speed and quickness and athleticism up front and the ability to get after a quarterback, Clark might stay at the nose. Wyatt's obviously going to play. They need him to play. He's a first-round draft pick. Um, you know, like you mentioned, he, he flashed down the, down the stretch last year. I think there's a real opportunity, you know, for Colby Wooden, the fourth round pick to, to, to come in and, and, and win some snaps and maybe even a starting job right out of the, right out of the shoot, Billy. You know, he's, he's the six, five, 285 pound kid from Auburn who, who's got some terrific tape coming from the SEC. He did it at a high level. He had five plus sacks each of the last three years, um, a, a terrific athlete. He can get after people a little bit more than, than they could if they've got Slayton occupying, you know, maybe the nose and, and Kenny's, a, Kenny's that defensive end. Um, I, I, I think Wooden's a guy the fan base is really going to want to keep an eye on uh, through the summer and through training camp and, and his progression. You mentioned Carl Brooks, again, an, an, another rookie that they took. Um, didn't do it at quite as, as high of a level, but, you know, he, he had some out standing numbers coming out of Bowling Green. He's a little bit shorter at 6'4", but he's thick, Billy, at about 300 pounds. He's going to get snapped. I mean, like, like Jerry Montgomery mentioned yesterday when, when assistant coaches talked, Bill, I mean, af- after losing 750 snaps, give or take, with Reed and, you know, another 600 with Lowry um, moving on, both of those guys, and Lowry would have played even more if he wasn't injured down the stretch last year, Bill. You're talking about a lot of snaps that have to be gobbled up by, by some of these young guys. And there will be times, Billy, where this, this doesn't look pretty, where, where Carl Brooks and Colby Wooden are getting run over or making mistakes and then the wrong gaps and, and, and plays explode and things like that. But they're going to have to play these guys just because depth is obviously an issue. They have, they have some major holes on the defensive line after getting hit uh, in free agency, and, and they decided to fill it rather than with veterans. They decided to fill it with rookies, and, and there's going to be a learning curve there. But again, kind of like I mentioned on the offensive side of the ball, Bill, um, I, I, I do think there's a there's a real upside with a lot of these guys, and, and we, we could hit Thanksgiving and be talking about a group that's really trending upward rather than the other way. Rob, always good to chat with you, my friend. I certainly appreciate it. Hey, real quick before I let you go, uh, it, obviously the kicking game is something that uh, last year, 49 and in, Mason Crosby was pretty much dead-eye. Do you expect much competition when it comes to the kicking game? Uh, or Because I know they said that the door is not closed yet on Mason Crosby, but it's got to be very, very little light coming through that thing. Well, Bill, they'd be foolish to slam the door. I mean, they, they really would. It, it, it would be a major mistake. And, and, and here's why. I mean, Anders Carlson has to still go and, and prove it and, and, and over the course of the summer show enough consistency 
that they can trust him in week one when that when they go to Chicago. Um, and, and right now, Bill, if, if, if you just look strictly at his college numbers, and that's obviously all we, we, we have to bank it on, you know, but, but, but his time in Auburn, a terrific Billy from 40 and in. He was a 90% kicker from 40 and out. He was 53%. So we're talking about a flip of a coin, you know, from 40 and out. And, and, and we know if you can't kick mm-hmm. from 40 and out in this, in this league, you, you really don't have a chance. So um, I, I expect, I expect Mason Crosby to kick in the league somewhere in 2023, Billy, maybe, maybe there's a team out there that has an injury or something falls apart in training camp. Um, you know, but, but green Bay should be one of those teams that still has him on, you know, on, on speakerphone or on, on speed dial, because if, if things, you know, if, if Carlson can't prove it through the course of the summer bill, that, that they really can't trot him out there in, in week one, if they don't have the confidence. And, and we all know from watching Crosby for 15 years, you know, that he has largely been Mr. Automatic. Great stuff as always, my friend. I certainly appreciate it. And uh, we'll touch base again real soon, Rob. Okay. All right. Always fun. Have a great day, Billy. Thanks, bud. Talk to you soon. There you go. Rob Reichel joining us on the hotline. Good stuff from him. Uh, just a lot of a lot of stuff to nosh on, I guess, for lack of a better term. So uh, good to get Rob on and join us for a couple of minutes. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hey, our friend uh, Lisa Lee Ortel over at Lannistone Realty, LLC. Uh, if you are looking for a condo, if you've got a VA loan you want to take care of, mortgage, if you're looking for uh, a new home, uh, if you're looking to sell your home, rental property, Lisa can help you out. 414-617-6798, a certified condo specialist getting you into or out of your condo. And like I said, she specializes in VA loans as well. You can't go wrong with Lisa. Uh, Good stuff in the Milwaukee area. Give her a call, 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798. That's Lisa Lee Ortel. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. Hey, it's out. I'm going to give you the dates, times for the uh, Green Bay Packers in the preseason. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. And at Curly's, uh, they have a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, they always do. However, uh, when you look at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill, they uh, they they have... So much good stuff they do charitable wise that you just you just want to swing by. You just want to swing by and 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 they do meat raffles for the ski club that's out there. They do different uh, golf events for different charities in the area. They're always doing something and they're giving away tickets. So if you're looking for tickets to say a Brewers game or once the Packers get going or the Badgers or if you're looking for say Admirals postseason tickets, they do a lot of stuff at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill on Pewaukee Lake Lakeview Boulevard. In Pewaukee, stop out. Even this weekend, it's going to be a decent weekend uh, weather-wise. Sit outside on the deck, watch the boats go in and out, and uh, catch uh, some sports on the tube. You're good to go at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. So uh, a couple of things. Uh, First and foremost, the uh, Packers' schedule for preseason is now out and finalized. So uh, the Green Bay Packers, week one in the preseason, they are going to Cincinnati. It is going to be a 6 o'clock Central Time start 
from Paul Brown Stadium, 7 o'clock Eastern. And that is going to be on Friday night, August 11th. August 11th. They are then going to be um, the uh, the second week. It's going to be at home at Lambeau. Saturday night, August 19th, a 7 o'clock kickoff. And then the next week, August 26th, Saturday night. But that is a noon kickoff. A noon kickoff on a Saturday. And that is going to be a gold package game as well. So Friday night, August 11th at 6 o'clock, down at uh, Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. Then it's going to be the following week, Saturday night, August 19th, 7 o'clock. Then Saturday day, a noon kickoff, August 26th. A little bit different feeling for a noon kickoff on a Saturday, isn't it, Ben? 3 and 0. That's all. Correct me if I'm wrong. That might uh does Saturday August 6th interfere with a Badger game? No. I believe they start September 2nd. Did they 2nd. schedule that because the bet Okay, I was going to say I didn't think so, but I I wasn't sure. But they start that game at noon kickoff on a Saturday. Rather interesting. Now, you'd be an idiot to so. try to go against Wisconsin hosting Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, the uh, the did you see? Uh, now this may be coming coming up. Did you see the Tiger Woods story? Is this going to be something uh, coming up? And what do we miss? Yeah, I was going to throw it in there. It's uh, oh, you were okay. I'll save it. I'll just say I'm surprised by how much coverage it's getting at every single right? stop. It's. We'll do it in about an hour and 15 minutes from now. But for those that didn't know, Tiger Woods had a girlfriend, Erica Herman, and uh, she moved into Tiger's house when they were dating and refused to leave after he got rid of her. And, well, after they broke up. Yeah, in different words. Tiger kind of schemed her out of the house, which was an interesting move. Yeah. Convinced her that they were going on vacation. Moved on. And then yeah. she showed up to the and airport so, and he gave uh, her documents. Yeah, said get out. And uh, so she has. Uh, there's a there's a lawsuit going on, and you know she has been called on the carpet. So we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that coming up in about an hour and fifteen minutes from now. But I I saw that there was an update on that, and I thought, oh boy, here we go. All right, more more tiger. And, uh, let's be honest. If it was Favre or Rodgers, uh, any you know, if it was Derek Jeter, if it would be you know a former superstar, if it would be you know Mike Trout, if you know if it would be Giannis, it, it, any superstar you can think of, something like this that this that is this goofy, would be in the news, and if it's not in the ESPN news, it would be in the TMZ news for sure. But there you go, um, Scotty Scheffler. Only a shot back right now early on in the uh, the PGA Championship. He's one of the guys that's uh, him and Jed, well, Justin Thomas defending uh, his title. He's a shot off the pace. Ryan Fox right now at two under. Corey Connors out of Canada, uh, a couple under through 12 holes so far. Um, but uh, it, there's nobody that's complete yet, are there, Ben? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Also, Phil Mickelson. The, yet. they got is- a late start today. 
Yes, Phil is also defending his title, for the record, because he didn't play last year. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Speaking of uh, guys coming off of the live, uh, DeChambeau is one under. He's a shot off the pace uh, in this one. So, um, you know, and like you mentioned, Phil, um, trying to quote defend. Brooks Kepka, another one of those guys. He's even par through 12 at this point. Uh, Colin Morikawa, my pick to win this thing, uh, after getting off to at least a decent start, has fallen back. He's a he's a um, he's one over for the day. I'm trying to go through the. Is Tiger playing in this? No. Speaking of Tiger, no, oh, by the way, surgery. Jordan Spieth struggling two two over. His leg. That's is what I up. thought. Uh, John Rahm, everybody's pick to win this thing too. John Rahm two over, two over. What he got surgery on his knee. Or is it on his on the lower leg where he had the uh, the car accident? It's a plantar fasciitis adjacent situation, from what I remember. Oh, okay, that's painful, man. Do you ever have that? No, I I have no clue what it means. I I never I just did. read it. Plantar fasciitis. There's tendons. Uh, now, if this is the same as to what I'm thinking, there's tendons that go across the bottom of the foot. Uh, and if I'm misquoting this, please, um, you know, somebody get a hold of me. But the, you can get tearing of the tendons at the bottom of the foot. Uh, sometimes they heal, sometimes they don't. But uh, from friends of mine that have had it, it's um, it's unbelievably painful just to walk when you have it. That's that's why they can put in uh, certain arch supports and such that, that press on pressure points and pivot points that can help. Uh, but for the most part, if you've got it and it's bad, I mean, like really bad, then there's there's a some surgery uh, surgical repair that has to go on. But uh, but yeah, I've heard it's unbelievably painful. Never had it. Uh, he continues to struggle. By the way, Rory McIlroy, eleven in, three over. He is just ever since he got embroiled in the live controversy, it's like his game has just fallen off. Like he's pressing so hard to beat the live golfers. That he his game is just falling apart. His swing, they say, his swings all over the place. His putting is not anywhere near what it needs to be. He is just struggling mightily, struggling mightily. Jason Day three over. So there's kind of a, a little bit of the the leaderboard rundown of the PGA Championship taking place uh, that got underway today uh, at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, Rochester, New York. Where correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. They had frost all over the ground today, didn't they? Oh yeah, that's golfing. When they got started, yeah, they had frost him. <laughs> they had frost on the ground. Ugh. You can keep the frost, man. Keep the frost. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You can find us. Hit us up if you choose to do so. Hey, uh, get a hold of my buddy Corey over at the ICHC Irish Cultural Heritage Center. If you're looking for a concert, if you're looking for a wedding, if you're looking for a meeting space in Milwaukee, uh, specifically if you're looking to get married and you don't have. You know, 50 grand to throw at one of the big halls. This is a great place and a great way to do it. You can do it all in one. And it's beautiful on the inside. A very old eclectic church. And the ICHC is a great place. 30-plus years. It's not for profit, so it's not like they're going to, you know, rake you over the coals, so to speak, when it comes to the monetary aspect of it. 2133 West Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee. And just a beautiful building if you look at the picture there on the live stream. Uh, give uh, Corey a call, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800, and get a hold of Corey over at the ICHC. they got so much, so much great stuff going on over there.
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. Enjoying our day today. Uh, you are great. Um, you know, if you're not, well, hopefully we make it a little bit brighter, I guess. By the way, uh, plantar fasciitis, there is the tissue, and I was correct, the tissue under the foot. And uh, because I, I'm, I've never had it, but I know that people have discussed it. And um, so two of the symptoms of, of plantar fasciitis, uh, um, this is from, a, well, I don't really want to give his name. He's a doctor. He listens to the program. Maybe I do. I, it's Dr. Rob. Uh, he says, pain on the bottom of the foot near the heel. So as you come down, those tendons that are underneath your foot uh, get strained. And it's the, the first few steps after maybe getting out of bed in the morning, um, long periods of rest, like a long car ride or something, they say, is, is just awful. Um, but you can get even worse pain if you come down on it you know, like walking a golf course, he said, would be, if it's really, really bad, he said, it's terrible. It, he couldn't even imagine it. But he said, as, say, you're walking down a hill and you're, you know, kind of like hitting your feet harder, it's extremely painful. Extremely painful. So for people that have flat feet, also, it, it can be extremely painful. But the, the plantar fascia, he says, are the tendons that run from the heel to the toes, to in between your toes and the backs of your toes, the underneath side of your toes, those are the tendons. Then it attaches to the bottom of your heel to the Achilles tendon. And then he says to the calcaneus area uh, of your heel, which is like your heel bone, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but he said it is really painful if you get it really bad. It's like on the heel to the arch of your foot in that area that can that can be just extremely painful. So, uh, yes, there you go. I've never had it. I hope I never do. But that's what uh, Tiger Woods is having surgery on to ease up some of that uh, some of that pain. So, thanks Dr. Rob. Dr. Rob by the way in the Eau Claire area. I can only assume then that Dr. Rob is probably with Mayo or your orthopedic, one of the two. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, 877 877-867-1670. JJ says, according to the DraftKings, they predict the Packers are going to get seven and a half games this season. That's pretty much been the norm uh, from Vegas is the Packers seven and a half wins on the season. By the way, Ben, did you see that uh, betonline.ag has come out with every win prediction over and under for college football? Totals, win totals. Did you see that come? Came, yep, win totals. Yeah, that came out a couple see where of the weeks Badgers ago. Are at? They are at eight and a half, like they always are. They are now at nine. They opened up at eight and a half. They are now at nine. That's, yeah, I mean, that's the range they live in. Depending, it doesn't matter how good the team is. Pretty eight much and a half or nine. Write it down. Yep, pretty much every year we start there. Um. Let's see here. Anybody else you want to find? Penn State, nine and a half. Um, My Hawkeyes are at seven and a half of note. 
Are they? Uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, yes, seven and a half. Indiana, three and a half. Not expected to do this, uh, do much this year. Oh, our buddy uh, Lance Leipold, the Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, they opened it two and a half last year. They surprised people, so they're saying six this year. I hope they do better than that. I really do. Um, trying to think. LSU, nine and a half for our guy Brian Kelly with the southern accent that isn't. That guy's so full of crap. Alabama, ten and a half. I'm trying to see who else. Uh, Ohio State's ten and a half. No surprise there. Um, Michigan, the Wolverines, ten and a half. Michigan State, five and a half. So there you go. Some of the uh, Minnesota, six and a half. Um, Nebraska at six. The Cornhuskers at six. So really, it's. If you look at the Wolverines, Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin, it should be Wisconsin and Ohio State playing for the Big Ten Championship. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I guess that's been the case for the last, predictions? last couple of years, too. Hasn't ended that way. Yeah. That's the beauty of if you go by the, predictions. the Big Ten West and, right. and having to play the games. <laughs> right. <laughs> Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hey, uh, this one's from Chuck, who says I haven't heard anybody talk about the conversation regarding Jordan Love as an ability to scramble and run the football. Looking at his college stats, he only had four hundred yards rushing over thirty eight games, and only like six times over thirty yards. I think if he can at least threaten to tuck and run, maybe pick up that third or fourth down, that are going to keep defenses more honest. Does he have that ability? Man, um, put it this way. He's got more scramble ability than Rodgers does. But Rodgers had the innate ability to avoid the big hit. Now, granted, he got sacked twice in his career and both times uh, – or injured via sack both times in his career. But both times he was slammed to the ground and jammed that shoulder into the turf and once at Lambeau and once at Minneapolis. And so – that being said, uh, he broke the collarbone. But beyond that, he had the a really good ability to kind of avoid the big hits and know, knew when to get out of bounds or to get down. So Jordan Love, he's more mobile. He's got younger legs, fresher legs, all that kind of stuff. We we saw that this past year. There are some quarterbacks who have the innate ability to feel pressure a second before the pressure's upon them and get out of it. Rodgers was that guy. I don't know if Jordan Love's going to bring the same amount of ability to the table early on. But, yeah, I mean, I can I can see him, you know, being more mobile and having more of a, a running ability. Yeah, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility in that, that sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess. Um, this is from our, our buddy UWL Thomas. Uh, UW Lacrosse, by the way. Good morning, Bill. I'm uh, ready to ride the love train, and I'm excited about what he can do. He is our future. Going to buy a Jordan Love jersey. Boy, Thomas, you are really in on this. He said, also, I see the Packers winning about 9 to 10 games this year, and let's see how much Christian. Thanks, UWL Thomas. He's got the UW, uh, UW Lacrosse logo for his header. Good stuff. Supporting the team. Got a sports team. I do love the lacrosse area, though. 
It's always great Oktoberfest weekend, especially if they've got a homecoming game oh, or a big game. Like last year, I think it was either um, it was either God, it was either UW Oshkosh or UW Whitewater. I think it was Whitewater was in town, so you had UW Lacrosse and Whitewater going at it, and you had uh, Oktoberfest going on. Man, it was just packed. It was a great town. Love it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. are flowing music's playing and uh, if you're going to be in the uh, franklin area why not head on over whether it's the milkman playing at franklin field or the uh, lux golf bays you want to test those out stop over to the umbrella bar maybe catch uh, some of the baseball games that go on in that con that that uh, complex over there so much good stuff go to lux l-u-x-e luxgolfbays.com that is luxgolfbays.com down in franklin and the rock complex is going to be the first stop, thanks to Mike Zimmerman and his staff down there, the first stop on the motorcycle ride this year. And it's coming together. It's coming, wrapping our arms around. It's coming together. Love that stuff. Great people down there. Thanks to, thanks to them for being a big supporter of uh, the Big Units Poker Run, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, and our veterans, military members, and their families. So thanks to them for being a part of it. Uh, and we can't wait. We're actually going to do uh, a broadcast down there. I think it's in July where we're going to be there for uh, during the day. But that night is going to be Fisher House, Wisconsin night for a Milkman game. So we're going to actually do the show down there in the stadium. I think it's in July, but uh, stay tuned because we've got some more details coming out on that as well. But thanks to Lux Golf Bays and everybody down there. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Uh, <laughs> this is from Art who says, uh, what did you run when you were at your peak? Um, you mean in the forty? I think my peak was like a four, seven, five something. I mean, it wasn't like it was speed burning. I'll tell you that right now. It wasn't four, seven, five, four, eight. I, I'm, I was never a fast guy, never. That all my my dad, <laughs> my dad. Even go, going back to God, I'll never forget. <laughs> uh, and I keep this kind of you know um, comment you know still today, still alive today when I see stuff like this. But I was playing Little League, and I I crushed one. Now, we were playing on a field that did not have fences. And I had crushed one, and it went oh, maybe a four-foot, like a, a slope of a hill into this area. And this kid was just running. As a matter of fact, when the kid started running, he flung his glove off. So he's running without a glove to go get the ball. And I'm running the bases. <laughs> Like I said, I was never a fast kid. My dad yells, unhitch the beer wagon from your big ass. Now, this was in sixth grade. I think it was sixth grade, six or seven. Unhitch the beer wagon from your big ass. So uh, that's always stuck with me. I've never been a fast guy. So, you know, I that's that's about what I ran. Um, but I look, I could run a route. I could catch a pass if anything near me I caught. Uh, I had the ability uh, to tip it to myself, so I was good in that aspect. But, yeah, I never – I was never a fast guy. 
I'll tell you that right now. Never. Just, and I even went to those, you know, the run doctors. Uh, we had a guy called himself the run doctor, um, <laughs> where he would teach you how to run and you do the shuttles and you get quicker feet, uh, you know, you, through the square nets. And going back to the old days when they used to put tires out there and you had to get your, you know, get your feet up high and they put the tires out there. He would have the square nets, but the nets were like boxes at the time. They weren't just the nets that you would throw out there, all that stuff. And it didn't make a bit of difference. I mean, I always kept high legs, but I would just like, I, when I'd see somebody going at my legs, I'd kick, I'd like run so hard. Like if you, if you went to tackle me in the legs, you were going to get beat up. And that's, that's where in going through high school and uh, kind of, I made my bones, but yeah, I was never a, I was never a fast guy. <laughs> so, hate to disappoint you in the uh, lack of athletic prowess, but it, it wasn't, I could do a lot of things. You know, I could, I could shoot a three, I could fire in a sky hook. I could throw a baseball, you know, 85 miles an hour with a big breaking slider. Uh, I could do that. I could hit the hell out of a baseball. I could run with a football. I could catch a football, but I couldn't run fast. So. That was never me. Shocking news, I know, Ben. I know you're back there in the studio just going, wow, really? He looks so svelte and fast. I'm surprised that you had to pay someone to teach you how to run. Uh, well, we went to the clinics. Uh, now, when I was in basketball, um, just I, I guess just being on the hardwood and such, I was a little bit faster. I was quicker. I was quick. I was very quick. I was very anticipatory. But when it came to just flat-out running, no, that wasn't me. Wasn't me. That wasn't my forte at all. I was the guy that would get running and really get leaning, and just as you really started cooking, I was the guy that would get way out over my skis and I'd fall down. <laughs> You'd stumble. Look like, I can't tell you how many times I looked as if I was diving into first base, only to really have the truth be told I was falling into first base. So trying to trying to beat out a ground ball. <laughs> Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Well, there you go. There, there's the lack of athletic prowess moment in the program that we've all been waiting for. Coming up in about forty five minutes, uh, our own Ben Kenny's going to bring us what did we miss today. Uh, coming up in the next hour, uh, we can get back into the Packers chatter. Brewers lose last night, and I've had quite a few comments uh, about the the offense. I. I'm not concerned with the offense right now. I mean, they're winning. They're scoring runs. Scoring runs on the consistent has not necessarily been the problem for the Green Bay or for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Um, it's being able at times to put it all together, and sometimes it's just been dumb mistakes. It's been over, th- you know, it's been a great throw into third base, but you overshot the cutoff man, therefore allowing the tying or winning run to get to second, and then ultimately on a base hit, that run comes in and score, and you lose three to two you know six five whatever it's been little things so i i really believe if this team and not any team is going to play perfect baseball but if they play better baseball more heads up oriented baseball the, i i think they can win games uh with you know the detriment of injuries that they've had nine guys right now on the il i think they can win some games I, i'm not overly concerned yet um let's see <laughs> let's see come monday you know, they've got Tampa Bay. Uh, I think it's a four-game series. Don't they start with Tampa Bay tonight, Ben? Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe it's Tampa Bay tonight on a four-game series. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay, so it's only a three-game series. I was incorrect. So they start uh, with a three-game series tomorrow. So 
look, you know, you take two out of three. By the way, Cincinnati took two out of three against Tampa Bay, one of the only teams to really get to Tampa Bay this season. But if you take two out of three against Tampa Bay, then all's right with the world. If you get swept and you look lackluster at the plate and things just aren't going well, well, then that's a whole different story. So we'll talk about that come Monday, but not overly concerned right now, to be to be honest with you. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Another hour yet to go of the Bill Michaels Show. Getting through a Thursday edition, enjoying it today. Stay tuned, we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. Coming up next.